Why are you, Josh? Why are you like all shucking over there? Because I just see him like, oh, shucks over on the side. And I'm like, oh, whoopsie doopsie. What do we do over here? What did we bring up? What does old man Josh want to say now about technology? What is he scared of? Because <laughs> Enforcer says you're an old man now, so. Anywho, you have to catch we me can, up later. I can catch you up with yeah, that. All right, all right. We'll catch you up later, old that man. That has nothing. <laughs> I old have man. passed off the title of old man. Should, should I start getting touch of gray? I remember looking at you and I'm like, all right, Paul. Um, I can't help you if I don't know where you're going. Like a separate episode. I said something along the lines of that and you're like, yep, I know. Yeah, but I didn't know where you're Wait. going. Uh, we got two more to go. Oh, that's but just episode even, one. We didn't, even, we didn't even finish abortion yet. <laughs> I thought we did. Well, I mean, you did. Do you want to attack on and say anything else about abortion, Mr. Johnson, before? Because you didn't say a whole lot about it, did you? No, not too much, but no. that's okay. Josh can talk. Because well, I want I want Paul's opinion on abortion. And the I, I said my piece on the, the, I, the important pieces. Oh, okay. Because I want to know if my view on abortion is right, if it lines with yours. Okay, Mr. Johnson, Mr. Johnson, what is your view on abortion? It's never your view right. on abortion is flawed, my friend. I mean, it could be. It does not conform to society. Neither it does yours. You deserve to die. Okay, Mr. Johnson, what is your view on abortion? I don't like it. Okay, you don't like it. Are, what are the circumstances under which you say it is okay? None. None. So not even None. health of the mother. I was. Oh, not gosh, even rape. <laughs> of course, I ask Aaron this right as he decides to put taffy in his mouth. He knows we're recording, and what he decide to do? He goes, "Hmm, like no, I I'm going to put. I'm going to put taffy in my mouth." Well, several time, Paul. That was your choice to ask question. Yeah. Oh, great. We got Gentleman Jack again. <laughs> no, um, this is Bill Clinton. Oh, 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 get out of my house. <laughs> um, Keep Monica away. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but no, like, the, the, the one, I don't know, I guess this is. So do you uh, agree well, with. These are more recent thoughts, I suppose. Okay as to because i used to be like abortion was acceptable and then i used to yeah like like acceptable like all the time no matter the circumstance or the biggest thing for me because i remember i I mean i talked to people at work about this and stuff and abortion is obviously the big one we're like well what about abortion like why why does she have to live with that punishment if she didn't want it but she was raped and now she has to have it kind of thing i'm like well my thing with that was always like, I mean, you could always put it up for adoption, but okay. as we talked about, the whole orphanage thing is kind of a mess. Yes. So that's something that, I don't know, that's, that's, makes it a lot tougher. Um, I guess, and there's a the thing, I guess to part of me is, you know, if you're not, and this, I guess it's separating Christian from non-Christian. Okay. Not a Christian, do what you want. I'm not going to tell you you can or can't do anything. But for me, I would, you know, I'm going to try and live my life to what I believe would be biblically correct 
from my current standpoint. Okay. So personally for me, I would not like, I don't know, I guess if I had a girlfriend or wife or whatever, and they were raped, well, I guess it doesn't have to be mine. It, any Christian girl, I suppose, whatever. I would say don't abort it. Okay. But if you're not financially, well, I mean, no one's ever really financially ready to, I mean, support a child for the most part, unless you're filthy rich or have a lot of money. And that's just nothing to you. What? But anywho, um, <laughs> um, if you aren't ready to have the responsibility of carrying a child, and I mean, you're a Christian, you're part of a church, maybe look for somebody in the church that's willing to take one or yeah. take a kid, you know? I, I actually know someone, um, a kid growing up, um, I was one of his youth group leaders over in Michigan, and that's how he got to his family. Uh, the woman, his mother, his birth mother, uh, was pregnant, going to give birth, didn't want to keep the child, but connected with his adoptive parents, mm-hmm. and they did essentially like a private ad- adoption. Yeah. Where okay. she gave birth and they adopted immediately. And that wow. kept the cost way down. Down. Right. Because it was just between the two of them, you know, the, those two You're parties. going through a whole system. And yeah. Stuff like the the that. kid wasn't assigned over to the government to then be put into a foster care and then into adoption and all yeah. that fun stuff. It was birth to the new parents. Yeah. So I guess, so that's the thing. So it's like, I guess I I, I want to separate Christians to non-Christians because okay. I don't want to hold a non-Christian up to the same standard that I'd hold a Christian to. I mean, you really can't at the same time too, because even the Bible talks about, you can't judge somebody who doesn't pledge themselves to the name of Christ. Right. By the if, same value as somebody who doesn't. You can't, yeah, you can't apply somebody that doesn't. Yeah. He's agreeing yeah. with you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So no, yeah. yeah. Um, I just thought I heard doesn't both times. So I was like, wait, what? Um, you know, yeah. So in that, because I mean, honestly, our conversation when we were talking about, you know, um, oh, we did a podcast kind of on that thing about judging people and stuff like that. And how, yep. you, you know, we're not supposed to hold a non-Christian up to the same standards as a Christian. Cause it's like, exactly. well, they're not, they're not proclaiming to be one. No. So it's like, why do they have to live by one? And I think I think that verse uh, more aligns with the uh, you can't judge someone unless they declare themselves to be a brother or sister in the name of Christ. Yeah. And, uh, until they do that, you can't. You don't have the right to judge them. Christ, well, and, the yeah. Lord, has the right to judge. Them. I guess. I guess is that called? No, no, I'd be judging. I guess. Would that be judging? I don't know. Would would what be judging? Abortion? No, 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 no. Um. So like so. For someone that does declare to be declare to be a Christian, yeah, or claim to be one, whatever, but then they're living in sin. Is that judging them by saying, "Hey, like you shouldn't be doing that"? Because look, according to the Bible, that's wrong. Kind of thing. Is that judging, or if, is that if someone proclaims to be a believer and a follower in the name of Christ, you have every right to judge them. Well, is, and well, I'm, they I'm trying are to figure representing out... you and your belief. And if they are not representing it in the in the eyes of Christ, then you can judge them. I'm saying, is that is that judging though? Is that is that correct by trying to correct, trying to rebuke? In order right. in order to try to rebuke, you have to judge something is wrong. You okay. can't you All can't right. rebuke right. something that's... that is incorrect. Yeah. 
right. you know, example, yeah. I hope I never see this happen. Aaron decides to get a living girlfriend. A what? A living girlfriend. <laughs> a living girlfriend? Live in. Oh, I, oh wow. see, I, I was. I thought you said living, and that's why I <laughs> that's was like. That's why I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that's what else this, am I going for here? He's that's going, why this hit the chair. I'm like, living, what's the opposite of living? I'm living. <laughs> he, he's a necrophiliac. Uh, I don't want to talk. About anyways, that. back to the discussion. <laughs> exactly. No, so but live in live girlfriend. in girlfriend, yes. and he gets her pregnant. Uh oh. You know, at that point, you know, in order for me to go to Aaron and go, hey, buddy, what you're doing is wrong. A wrong about her. A you two living together, not married, and B uh, you're not married, and you got her pregnant. Uh, you know, in order for me to say that it is wrong, I have to make have that judgment. judgment that it is wrong. Right. Okay. So yeah. All right. So that's that. Um, that well, that sells that for me. Uh, so yeah, I guess as far as abortion goes, it's you know obviously we want to vote for officials that will enforce policies that we agree with or believe in that we like. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, this makes me also want to go into all this Disney Florida stuff, but put that to the side. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. For the Christian girl, I would say in a rape, incest, whatever thing, I would say go for it. Well, I not not go for abortion, but like don't yeah, don't abort it. And the one that I was always like okay with, well, not okay with, but like I would be willing to allow it was if the mom's life was at stake. Okay. But I feel like that's changing but after feeling hearing josh's uh thing about spider webs in the hands yeah, it, was no, no. it was before I, I wanted to interject earlier but i was like no nah, okay let him go um because it's like i guess i'm just going off the base of what i feel in that moment mm-hmm. and obviously i wouldn't want if i had a wife and she would like she's potentially expected to die from giving birth Obviously, I don't want that, but at the same time, it's the reason that I would give myself as to why I wouldn't want her to was just reasons for myself, as I don't want her to go. I don't want to have to try and raise this kid on my own to a degree kind of thing. Um, Now, because obviously, I mean, I believe that women are you know, better nurturers than men are. And I mean, I mean, women are created for a reason by God. Yeah. You know, I mean, that in a sense is their design. Yeah. Is nurture. Yeah. And there are plenty of people that if they do listen to the podcast, they'd be like, Oh, I want to be a man. I want to be a man. Well, I, I hate to break it to you, but science does have proof along the lines of, um, Women are more of the nurturing, caring person in the relationship, and men are the more, prov- more of a provider. And I hate, I hate to put it like this, but I kind of agree with Chris Rock on a phrase he once said. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Oh, I'd... okay. He says <laughs> it was a joke, but I was like, you know what? Kind of makes sense to a point, at uh... least in my opinion. 
Um, he goes, dogs and women are loved unconditionally. Dogs and women are loved Men, on the other hand, are loved conditionally that they provide something. <laughs> I'm like, Dude. ironically enough, like even in today's society, that has some truth to it. Well, there's, I mean, yeah, there'll be some truth to it. In I mean, the mentality is across a, a feminist movement is you don't need men to raise kids. You don't need men to raise a household. You don't need men for servitude. You don't need men for charisma. You don't need men, period. Other than being able to help the procreation stuff. But you don't even need men. You do. In their mindset. Well, I mean, I, I mean, Besides donating sperm, you don't need men in their mindset. Oh, and they're working on that, so you don't even have to do that. Lord have mercy, I hope not. Right. Um, they're they're figuring out ways to turn skin cells into sperm, like compatible, wow. so they could fertilize an egg with a. Anyways, so something um, will be useless. So, so someone it, could have a a kid with themselves, essentially. That's, in the future. That's just the so incest. That's a bad in a idea. Way. Self incest, <laughs> right? Hey, there you go. So yeah, uh, but because it's, uh, <laughs> it's like, and again, I don't because obviously I have the mindset of that God created all that we have before us, pretty much, right? So it's like He designed man and woman for specific reasons, and we each have our own, you know, set of skills that we bring to the table, kind of thing. Um. So yeah, it's just like I not saying that obviously there's single fathers out there. Oh yeah. Have to, you know, raise kids and stuff. Um and it's because uh, I I don't know, I also just got done. I didn't read all of it like yet. I've read a majority of it, but I just got it was uh it was well I've got it right here with me. One second. Let me it's by the Vody Bakum Jr. So the title of this book is What He Must Be If He Wants to Marry My Daughter. And it's been, I'm not looking for a relationship, but it was a very good book to read. And it kind of talks about how, you know, being a man and stuff like that and just all this other stuff, which I thought was actually really good. And I don't like reading books that much, but I enjoyed that one. Is that the first book in Aaron's book club that we're going to be doing? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But, uh, Yeah, but yeah, again, so it's like the reasons originally when I where I would be okay with abortion in the situation where my wife would be at risk is I think kind of changing because it's at one point it's like you know I'm relying on me having a wife to help me raise a kid and you know have a life where I enjoy it more. Okay, as opposed to you know. Obviously, as a Christian, life isn't supposed to be easy. Well, isn't it's not it's it's not going to be easy regardless whether you're a Christian or not. Life is always just going to be tough. But it's like you know, I guess I was removing the fact that I can go to God for help and that there's other people in my life in the church, you know, that I can go to help for if I had became a single father, kind of thing, and. That doesn't put out the question, maybe I find somebody else along the way. Yeah. So it's like, and that's where I feel like I don't want someone to think like, oh, well, he's like, you know, people are just replaceable. It's like, no, it's not that you want that to happen, but that, I mean, people can move on 
in life. It's happened how many times? So even to the point of where it's like, you know, it puts the wife's life at stake or health at stake. I think now I would still be more to the point where I'd be like, don't abort it. Give it a chance kind of thing. Okay. So your mindset in a sense of if your wife's on her deathbed, according to the doctor, um, deliver the baby, do as, as much as you can. And if God says to your wife, I want you to come home, or if it says to the baby, I want you to come home, so let it be. What comes, What? yeah. I think and part of the reason why I support the idea of if the mother's life is in danger or if it's rape is kind of the mindset back to the First Amendment. You have a right to your opinion. You have a right to your thought. You have a right to your freedom of speech. Okay. I mean, that's that's the First Amendment. That's kind of what it protects. Okay. And if you choose to do something with your body, that's in a sense, a lot of amendments and not a lot of amendments, and there's strong conclusions to the different amendments. Long story short, <laughs> Why should I have the right to eliminate your ability to choose whether or not you are or are not for Christ? Wait, what? So Hold if up. if if you um let's say you Aranita, okay, dar with a child, okay. Uh oh. I do agree to the point. So are you of, saying that? Or are you? Making the thought that I might not be for Christ in that moment where I choose to abort the baby kind of thing. Correct. Now, now to me, I think it all comes down at the, at the end of the day, a perspective of society. Okay. If society has a mindset of marriage, uh-huh. there's all this stuff to support marriage. Because I'll be honest with you, marriage is not easy. Of course Marriage not. is not a thing that is... For everyone, in a sense. Um, no. If you are a one-team player, I encourage you don't get married. <laughs> seriously. Seriously. Well, if you're, no, if you're I, somebody I that, that is, but... is you like to be on your own, you like to be more independent, getting married is probably not the best decision for you. Especially if you're a Christian and you're trying to honor the fact of marriage is absolute unless A, B, or C comes about allowing for divorce. Okay. Um, and even then, divorce is not necessarily so. Uh, there's so much you could talk about. There really is. Um, divorce was originally created to allow the woman to have the right to remarry back in the original church. Okay. Um, so divorce today intent is not to be used as a scapegoat or a a last minute resort. Just like abortion shouldn't be. Correct. Okay. So going back to Aaron's comment that where, you know, if it was his wife or it was you were married to Aaron and he or she was going to die unless she aborted. Yeah. So going back to the comment of me feeling like weak innocence can't, it's kind of going back to the judgment of the judgment of if someone's not Christian, do you really have the right to? enforce limitations oh, on them. Well, no, no, no. So I would say, I'm just speaking, so from at this moment, I'm speaking from a Christian standpoint. If you're not a Christian, by all means, 
But should you allow it? Do what you want to do. I'm not, I'm not going to stop them. So you're thinking that abortion should be legal? If that, if that is what is voted into rule, then that's what's voted into rule. Is it? For but if s- it requires your vote to vote it out of rule, what would you vote? If it requires what? If it requires your vote, let's say we're at a it's 50- on it's on the ballot right now. Eric. I want to vote fifty for it. fifty, and it yeah. needs fifty one percent, and you're the and you're the one percent that's required to vote it off. What would you vote? Oh, I'd vote for her not to be in place because there's a difference. At that point, it is majority rule yes. of the the constituents who are being uh, ruled over. Be in at that point, religion necessarily doesn't come into play. Right. Now you are going to you, you obviously you'll go and go. Okay, those who are of the religious side are going to vote against this. Right. They're going to vote to have it illegal in the country or county or city or whatever state. Yes, that's going to happen, but at the same time, you're also going to have this increasingly anti-religious, uh, atheistic type uh, secular worldview people uh, come up and they will vote for it. Yeah. So it, it's not a, did only the Christians get to vote? Did only the this religion get to vote? It's the general populace, no matter the mixture, gets to vote. And if the general populace at that point decides, yes, we're, we want, this is what we want, then that's the way it goes, you know? And that's kind of why we have this, uh, you know, the, the way we have it set up in the United States where it's more the Republic side of thing, where it's, we vote for people to represent us and then they make the vote. Now there are issues with that. Don't get me wrong. They can be bought out by special interest and paid for by lobbyists and that. So it's not perfect, but it's better than a simple majority. Right. It, it's, we have a proportional number of representation based on population, which then those senators and congressmen then go and either enact or lobby for or propose laws based on what their group of people that sent them there, um, at least this is how it's supposed to work, say that they support. And that's how you get that. That's why, you know, the Senate, it's two per state. Keep it as equal as possible. Mm-hmm. And why it's in Congress, it's proportional based to your population. Now, there are referendums in that that happen at the state, city, local level, whatever, that are simple majority. You know, and that, and that happens, you know, referendums happen. Um, we've seen multiple that have passed in California where it was like, Hey, would you like this to be a law? And then they pass a referendum and like, okay, the majority of the people want this. Let's do this. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, now if it was like handmaid's tale where it was like only one religion and party and in control of the entire United States government and they deemed it from on high, this is how it should be. Then that's an abuse of power and should not be how it's done. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. So, but yeah, I, yeah. So I guess just for me and as a, from a Christian standpoint, I guess I would almost preferably just get rid of the thought of abortion altogether. Um, cause obviously I shouldn't say obviously, um, I guess at least in my mind, it's, you know, you never know what is going to be, you know, I guess you never know what obstacles are going to be coming in your life. 
And with every obstacle you encounter, and I would hope this for anyone as much as I would hope for myself. And I know obviously we're not perfect, so we're not going to do it, but it's like, I would, would hope to rely on God in every hardship. And I don't know if believing that life starts with like the whole conception. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as that egg is fertile and is starting that process, that's a life in that moment. At least from my current understanding. Now, if I learn differently, then I guess maybe my thought will change as time goes. But as of right now, that's my understanding. Um, as soon as that life is made, that life should have a chance to go. All right, fair enough. As of right now, that's that's your current comments. Okay, but uh, yeah, as far as if you know, if you're not a Christian and you don't want to do that, you make your own choice. Go at it, have at it, do what you will. So, but in a sense, I'll recommend not. You're for abortion. On a non-Christian, non-Christian perspective, I'm not for it, but I won't take their. If someone, give, I won't take their given rights if it is there from them. So if it is a given right voted in by the majority, I will not take that away. Nope. And it, it, but you would if the option of voting it out was an option. If that's what, is, so if, if that's ruled into policy, then cool. Because that's so what I believe. If it's the current yeah. policy that abortion is illegal, that is their choice. Mm-hmm. And if Aaron Johnson were to uh, have the ability to vote it out of policy, he would. I mean, yeah, but but would the situation rather but, become a thing of? If you declare yourself to be a Christian and you preach the gospel, uh-huh. you would rather hold that person accountable mm-hmm. to avoiding a, a to a, not abort a baby. Yes, rather yes. than caring whether or not you had the ability to vote abortion out of the the realm in general. So if so, abortion's legal. I and mean, so, really, what it comes down to, if I'm hearing it, this right, yeah, it comes down to the fact that Aaron, as a Christian, does not want to force his views on people who do not believe the same way he does. If he has the option and the opportunity to vote with the majority of the populace uh-huh. for a rule that um, that he's in favor of, then he would take it. Yeah, but obviously, that's not to impose his iron fist and will over the rest of the populace. Right. Look at it this way. If Roe v. Wade gets struck down, you're going to have it going from the federal level down to the state control level. You're going to have states uh, that are going to be all over. Uh, look at Oklahoma, Texas, et cetera, where they are outright banning it unless mother's life is at stake sort of deal. And then you're going to have states like Colorado, California, and the rest that are like promoting it full on. It's mother's right to abort. Mm-hmm. So you are going to have those differences going on at the state level at that point. And at that point, it really comes down to, we have to civilly agree to disagree on what that is because the majority populace has spoken. Does that mean you stop praying for your country? Do you stop praying that God changes hearts and minds of people to get a result that is closer to his will? No, but because you also have to realize the majority of the people are not Christ believing followers. You have to allow them to do what they do. Yeah. And, 
I agree with that. And for those of those for, for those of you that are listening or stumble upon, just happen to stumble upon for this short part of whatever part of podcast this may be, because this one has well, been unfortunately, no tomorrow. <laughs> unfortunately, hopefully, I don't know if you made a marker, but <laughs> at least that you way you'll know. Oh, um, so this gap is just tangent, and then at the end, it's back to conversation. Um. That is one of the beauties of a nation that we live in is the ability to have freedom of choice and freedom of speech. Um, I think, to me, being able to debate somebody with something to somebody about something is more beautiful than having to believe a certain choice, whether or not you actually acknowledge it's true or understand why it's so-called true versus it may be being fake but you're forced to believe it's true because that's what you're taught i think that's one of the beautiful things about our country is the ability to sit there and discuss things of opposition and mindset and being able to potentially not on purposefully change each other's mind but open each other to different thoughts of mindset and for those of you who are listening that don't really follow a lot of politically speaking Anything that inhibits that from being the case of being able to speak. I mean, in all honesty, all they have to do is vote a law into place and this podcast can get taken down. I mean, the ability to talk about I'm different sure. decisions other than what mainstream media speaks on. Uh, it's easier than law. It's just the podcast host company goes, eh, we don't want this. I mean, they, can't, <laughs> they honestly could cancel culture us and that's the end of it. But no, I think they don't even have to cancel culture. That's just a. They change their terms. Okay. All right. As simple as that. But I mean, I think that's one of the things that's beautiful about this country. And for those of you who sit there and worry about all these other different topics, the First Amendment and the Second Amendment of this country were written in place for, for, for preservation of each other. Um, think about living in a society to where, you know, at one point, this is your view. It may be completely opposite of us, but imagine living in a society where you can't believe. Let's put it like this. Imagine living in a society where you had to believe exactly what we believed. Oh, you'd be screwed. Okay. But imagine yeah. also living in a society where people like us would have to absolutely believe what you believe. I mean, in both scenarios, it's hypocritical and it's unfair. And, but but I but I but I believe that's the beauty of America is we're able to look at each other, we're able to discuss, and we're able to talk about different thought processes and feelings, and that's one of the beauties of of uh, Christianity is I'm not forcing you to believe what I believe or see how I see. I see how I see because of Christ. I don't see how I see because the. You know, the Bible might say abortion is wrong. But ultimately, as a Christian, I need to know why it's wrong. Does that make sense? I mean, any. Yeah, no, makes perfect I, sense. I mean, I guess. Yeah. So interesting you brought up Second Amendment. Oh, boy, here we go.